Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. everyone and welcome to Straight White Whale. My name is Darren Connell and this is my podcast. I was going to say this is episode 79, Paul, hmm. but guess what? We're full of shit. We're full of shit. Do you know what I'm going to say? Hey, the numbers are all fucked. The numbers I don't know how fucked. they got fucked. I don't know. It's got to be my fault, isn't it? I'm neurodiverse. No, I've got childhood trauma. I think it's something to do with that. But I've been dipping up my camp cheese and all that, and I've been kept, I became shelf aware there and all that. So we're episode <laughs> seventy four. Is we're, it actually seventy four? We're seventy four. We're no seventy nine. Well, but that's this is episode eighty. This is episode eighty. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm kidding. Uh, on. I'm kidding on. I don't know. Like we'll need to go back and have a listen because 
I would usually base the number that I put in the title off of what you say in the podcast. Yes. So I don't know if that's what's happened. See what he's doing there, he's blaming me. It's called gaslighting. Gaslighting. Or I've just fucked it up. That's the only two real options. Either we've said the wrong number at the start of the pod or I've fucked it up. But yes. I noticed it weeks ago, mate. You did? <laughs> ah, well. I just didn't say because I was like, ah, well, we'll just run with it now. It's all right, we'll run with it. Um, that was a nice wee short tune we started off with. Stand by me vibes, rock and roll vibes, slick hat, hair back vibes, driving past babes and Cadillacs, smoking fags, get in, baby. You want to go for a ride, baby? <laughs> and then when they say no, get, get in your fucking van. <laughs> <laughs> you go for nice guy, treat them well, and it's just like that. Light switch, you fucking get. In the fucking van. That's why I'm single, mate. Straight cycle. Straight to the cycle path. Aye. So, we need to read out the sponsors. I hope you don't mind, children. It keeps the lights on. I hope you understand. Merchant City Medical. Merchant City Medical is a business in Glasgow. I got a hair transplant from them. Fantastic. That was probably about maybe two years ago now I got my hair transplant. 100% happy with it, best thing I've ever done and it's helped my confidence and all that stuff. A lot of people listen to this podcast and get in touch and ask me questions about it and you know, I'm not an expert on the subject, I just phoned Merchant City Medical, I went in for a free consultation, they were the soundest, nicest guys out. I was very nervous because I think a lot of people don't know what a hair transplant is. I thought I was going to get fucking scalped and get mad fake hair implanted into my head and stuff. It's no. They take hair for your neck and basically put it to the top of your head. It's that simple. Is it easy? No. Is it sore? It's sore. It takes a long time to do well and all that. Do you know what? Fuck it. Don't get it. No, they get it. <laughs> <laughs> get it it's a lot of people are stressed and they get depressed about hair loss just go in and get a free consultation and they will help you a lot of my girl pals a lot of guys a lot of people think it's just guys that lose hair it's not girls lose hair as well and merchant city medical can help girls that are losing hair so, I actually know one of our Patreon members that are going in for some treatment, and she's a female. I won't name her because it's quite a personal thing, isn't it? Hair loss. I mean, I was shouting for the mountaintops that I get a fucking hair transplant, but some other people are kind of... Like hide it. Aye. Self-conscious. Self-conscious. All that shit. No, like me, man, I fucking turn up, I'm like that. Ah. <laughs> you look like that, aye. You look like that. You look like that lines me in, aye. <laughs> I'm not even looking at it. I'm like, ah. So there we go. Fucking, I thought I rubbed man. Merchant City Medical. Their details will pop up on the screen. Their number and all that stuff. And if you do get a hair transplant, by the way, that's not the only option that they've got. You can pay a five hundred pound deposit, like I did, and then pay it up monthly. Go and get it sorted. You can even get your eyebrows done. But as we've said before. Nobody's touching my fucking eyebrows. And see, the thing is, I know, I won't talk about my this the whole podcast. I was out with my pal last week. My pal was like, ah, be honest, you, you've had Botox. I was like, Botox? 
where you get that from? And he's like, some of the pictures you put up on Instagram, my bird was like, ah, he does Botox. Yeah, no, I don't. I get threaded. I thread my forehead and I get my eyebrows threaded. So... But no nee, nee Botox. No nee Botox. My face is fucking incredible. You know, I think it's got something to do with chubbiness. There's something in your skin when you're chubby. It keeps you young, even though being fat's unhealthy. But no, for <laughs> me, it's good for me. It keeps me young. Obviously, no getting mad with it. Uh, my mate's bird wants to pump us. Fuck knows. I don't know. They're all jealous. People are asking us about Botox and all that. Fuck up. Anyway, Lamb <laughs> Solutions Limited. <laughs> it's only £5 to get Freddy dinner. Just go and get Freddy. I do look like a fat robot, didn't I? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Like AI. <laughs> I'm the deformed AI, like the ones they put in the dump in, in the movie, AI. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> AI. Before we, we go to Lamb Solutions Limited, we should do a full AI-generated podcast. We should let chat GPD, is it GPT? Mate, I don't even... We should let the AI generate some topics and we j- that's all we do. That'd be now. funny. should do that for a laugh, shouldn't we? That'd be funny. Anyway... Lamb Solutions Limited, yep. Michael Burns, my best friend. We went to St. Matthews. We then went to Turnbull High School together. He's went on and lived a beautiful life. Life, he's got a wife, kids, a house. He drives. He's really happy. He's an amazing football player. And then when I see him, I look like fucking Slimer. The <laughs> Ghostbusters. Standing completely fucking devastated. And he's holding his wings. Oh, daddy, we love you. He loves his wife. I've not been touched. I've not had my hole in about a year. <laughs> he's like, ah, oh, that's a shame here. I'll sponsor your podcast, mate. That's what I'll do for you. Aye, it's not about keeping the lights on with him. He's like, ah, are you getting food? Here's money for food. <laughs> you all right? How come you can afford Botox, but you're walking about fucked? <laughs> So Michael Burns is a tradesman, he multi-skilled tradesman, right? See if you live in a house or a flat and you need something done, Lamb Solutions Limited will sort you out from bathroom to kitchen fitting to garden work, phone Michael Burns, his mobile number will come up on screen, give him a call and he'll sort you out. Thank you very much, Michael. That's what life's all about. Hope you like your wings. Hmm? Hope you like your wings. That's what life's all about. The circle of life. What would you do if you didn't like your wing? Oh, mate. I'd be like a bird in a nest. You know, the big seagulls just pick a chick up and just drop it out the nest. <laughs> That's what I'd do. That felt funnier in my head. Aye, it feels I'm going to kill my wing. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing your wing off the top of a fucking building. Also, I want to give you some information somebody passed to me last week. I don't know why I was talking like it was a fucking... I was like, what, what information's this? About you and your Guinness. First of all, you talk about it quite a lot. Okay. You post a lot of pictures with you and your girlfriend. As someone that's in recovery, seven years sober, I think you and Sharon are alcoholics, <laughs> but you've also got that codependence alcohol but it's a comedy podcast, so we can talk about it after. <laughs> <laughs> you know how you were saying you had that paint and it was shite? Um, well, you said it tastes quite gassy and fizzy. Oh, uh-huh. Aye, aye. Uh, and the Ben Nevis. Yes. 
So a Patreon member called Paul Jolly, a good friend from Tumble High School, also knows Michael Burns. We've all took Ekkies together at certain points in different stages of our lives. Okay. We've took gear, Ekkies, we've been in kettles. I don't think Paul's ever took Ekkies with Michael, but I've took Ekkies with every cunt. Paul said the reason why the paint tasted shite was because they wouldn't have poured any Guinness that day. You would have been the first paint. He's talking shite. Don't talk about my best mate. It was like 11 o'clock on a Friday night and there was another podcaster in drinking a pint of Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> and when I went in, I won't name him because I'm going to slag him about when I went in. I was like, all right, mate. And he was like, all right, Paul. And I was like, how's the Guinness? And he's like, top class. And then I got a pint that tasted like a pint of fucking piss. He's like, yeah, that's your best fucking pint of Guinness I've ever uh, had. He's like, he, he actually was like, I know, you, I know you're in your Guinness. It's a good pint of Guinness. And I was like, right. And I got one. I was like, that's fucking rotten. But I tell him to go down the Lauriston and I'd seen on his Instagram that he was down the Lauriston. So he's a good boy. But to go back to the, the alcoholic king, mate, the only reason that that's what I talk about is because I live a fucking boring life. It is literally the highlight of my week is sitting here with you, obviously, but gone for a pint with my bird. You know, what's wrong with that? Fuck's sake. It's too late, mate. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with Guinness. It's too late. I'm like, Guinness is like my keto. <laughs> Every time I meet somebody, I'm like, do you know I met a Guinness? And they're like, well, I've just met you. It gets you in ketosis. <laughs> <laughs> you can take gear on it, I know. It doesn't, it speeds up the ketosis. No, but I, I, get, I get it. I talk a lot about it. I don't drink. I don't drink a lot of Guinness, you know. I'm a bit like, I'm maybe see over the last. When did I start? I started drinking Guinness. I think maybe in December, January time there, right? I've probably averaged like a pint and a half a week since then. So, it's, mate, it's cool. You don't need to explain yourself. I do, but it's no, no. But I need you to believe us, man. I need you. I need you. We are. <laughs> Coming to your house tonight in a van, me, you and Sean are going to a meeting up at Lindsay. And then after it, we're going to a cold dip in the camp. Sheesh. <laughs> I'll get you sober. <laughs> There's Guinness in that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. But no, man. Pure Buckfast. The pint's on Sunday, mate. <sighs> Delicious. Did you see the photo I put up, man? I did. How creamy that fucking pint was. No fizz in that. Mate, how dark is Guinness, man? It's beautiful. Well... That place is, it's Kitty O'Shea's on Great Western Road. You're, I mean, it's one of the places where if you go in in daylight and you come out and, and it's still daylight, you're like, holy shit, there's not a window in the place. It's pitch black. Yeah. There's a weird smell about the place as well. Where is that again? Great Western Road. It used to be called Cleopatra's. It's a weird smell probably because there's no windies. No, well, aye. But uh, no, it's, it smells like, you ever have you ever been to Vegas? No. No. They pump purified air into the casinos to keep people awake wow and it smells similar to that i don't know if they've got like a pure fancy aircon unit or what but purified air therapy cold air therapy mate we need a pure mate how much for a purified air ventilator for the room in here i'll pay for it that's going to be the next one isn't it cunts are going to be like wind therapy get yourself out into like gale force winds See if you can stand it. That's. Uh, I had a joke that was similar. I said I would. I done playing with Wally cardio to keep me fat. <laughs> if you, right, have you ever googled how many calories have no wank burns? 
No. No, nah, never. Have you? No. Be honest. No. Have you got access to a phone? Aye. It can't be burned much, because if it burnt a lot, I'd be fucking... <laughs> bones would be hanging out my mouth right now. <laughs> You'd be ripped out your fucking mind. I'd be like single-digit body fat. You'd see a pair of eyebrows and a tongue. I literally, I mean, if, if, they're, if they're no after me, they'll know. How many calories does a wank burn? I'll say seven calories. You can lose between 100 to 150 calories for each act of masturbation, according to the Young People's Reproductive and Sexual Health Rights Organization. You can raise that amount to around five, 300 calories, though, through a five-minute-long vigorous masturbation session. Mm. Now, look... Would you say that five minutes, like... Who's having a wank? Here, mate, I wank for an hour straight. <laughs> Aye. What about on a treadmill? <laughs> <laughs> um, 300 calories, man. That'll be because you're raising your heart rate and all that, man. Like My heart rate's not raised when I'm doing a wank. I'm fucking like that. Pure zen. Pure dead inside, mate. Floppy... Fat Bossack, just like <laughs> <laughs> But for anybody that wants to know, three hundred calories. Do you think that? And I and I actually thought about this yesterday. Do you think it's all right for me to post photos of my pints on Patreon just in case there's people there in recovery and they're like, "Ah, what are you fucking doing, you prick?" No, don't be daft, mate. It's all good. You sure? Yeah. Okay. It's all good. I enjoyed it. Okay. But I'm not always letting you know, I'm always watching for the background, mate. Don't think that fucking pinky comment went unnoticed or not. <laughs> that says on the Patreon, so you can sign up for the Patreon. It's uh, £5 a month. You keep the lights on, you help support us, help us buy a wee Coca-Cola. Two extra podcasts a month and I tell you where to go and get a fucking pint of Guinness if you want a good one. Exactly. Who was it? So Paul Jolly, did you say? Yes. When you says, I've been to Vegas, I felt like saying, the Vegas gland. Somebody else was listening. You know how you says that was a lot of shite? About so, what? Remember I says, when uh, you go in the call... you shock your, your Vegas nerve? So I, I mispronounced that. I never went meant to say shock. I meant to say it's beneficial to... If you expose if you expose your Vegas gland to cold water, it's beneficial, right? right. I never mm -hmm. meant to say shock. Aye, I mean, like, like we said, it, it, it's all about what, uh, bringing inflammation down. Yeah, it's just there's just so much bullshit science out there, mate. Like, there's just so much nonsense. Like, you're just like, what are the benefits? Like, oh, it does this and it does that, and then you're like, ah, does it? Does it? But how do we know? How do we know that? That's true. Who is it? Get them in. I'll debate them. I'm kidding on. I'm Dale. not a neuroscientist, mate. I'm not a neuroscientist. I watched a... Dale Todd. Another Patreon member. I watched like a... Um, I'm pretty sure it was like fucking three hours Andrew Huberman done on it and not once did he mention anything about the Vegas nerve. Like these people are proper neuroscientists. So see when they tell you, here's what happens when you expose yourself to the cold. Here's what happens when you expose yourself to sunlight. They know what they're fucking... And, but these dudes that are out there, like, even guys like Wim Hof, he doesn't actually really know what he's talking about. He's more practicality. Maybe he does. Maybe maybe he's researched it, but he's not a neuroscientist, so no. 
they can tell you like the practical effects, like this makes me feel like this and it makes me feel like that. And here's the benefits for me. It helps with my stress and my anxiety, and my depression, but go and listen to the experts, you know, about what it's actually doing so that you're no getting, you know, Aye. I don't know. Maybe I should go and listen to them as well, man. So you're not jumping into the camps. He's heed first where I couldn't that used to punt your speed when you're <laughs> talking about the Vegas land. Can I tell you about this? I've pulled out a sweetie. Mallow and Marsh. Hold it up to the... Oh, I love them, mate. I got it for Tesco, <clears throat> right? 79 calories. Salted caramel marshmallow bar. I was sitting outside the podcast studio eating it. We're right beside a brothel. So I'm sitting on the window. There's an old guy chapping the door, waiting for the sex worker to open the door and let him in. And I turned round with the marshmallow bar and I, I felt like saying... You've got your drugs, I've got my drugs, mate. <laughs> You've got your vice, here's mine. <laughs> See that, but better than pussy. <laughs> they are, I mean, I wouldn't go as far to say that, but they are fucking, <laughs> see if you're wanting like a low-calorie snack, man, they've got four or five different flavours of them, and they're all amazing. There's yeah. one that does dark chocolate and raspberry. Yeah, that's 132 calories. See, before I came into the podcast studio today, I wanted to Google things like feel-good news stories and stuff, and I put into Google random feel-good stories. Guess what the first thing that came up on Google was when I put oh, that into it? Man arrested after woman stabbed to death. So there we go. That was the first thing that came up in Google when I put in random feel-good stories. So that's that section of the podcast fucked. Well, what's the rest of your fucking Google searches like, man? If that's what think that's what the algorithm thinks is going to make you feel good. Okay, <laughs> are you doing that with your eye? <laughs> you don't want to know. You don't want to know. Fucking hell, my YouTube search buzz would be enough to get me to jail. Getting on. I'm not a pedo, by the way, or a or a, a murderer. It's just basically feet stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I also mate. randomly googled things about kindness. Do you know kindness? Kindness is a chemical and performing an act of kindness stimulates the, the reward centre of our brain. Mm -hmm. So basically, can you write me a fake prescription for OCD? medication and then that's your kindness random act of kindness i help you you help me we'll talk about it after please, the show please when was the last time you just did something kind for somebody a smelly bastard came up to us the other day in the street <laughs> and i gave him 50 pence I, I just made that up. I just totally oh, did made you? that up. Bye. When was the last time you did something kind for somebody? Just randomly? I mean, recently, there's a wee Tesco around the corner for the podcast studio. Mm -hmm. um, a guy that looked like he was struggling just came up to us. I think he was homeless. And he did say, look, mate, I'm diabetic. Would it be all right if you bought me a meal, like a meal deal? And he's just like, I'm looking for just a sandwich and like a wee jug of milk. So I went and bought him a meal deal and a jug of milk and 
then I stood and talked to him for like ten minutes. But like major No, that's it. That's that's a, that's a good wee act of kindness. I like that. Aye. And then I said, How much to suck it? I did right up until that point everything was true. Right. He never sucked it. Do you knock you back? Do you get a KB? No, I sucked him. Says you're getting a meal deal and a fucking suck you, mate. Come on to fuck. I'll suck your fucking diabetes at you. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Imagine saying that to somebody, I'll suck the diabetes. That's crazy. I like to go up to people that are like struggling with a map. You see there, I, I think I've mentioned this maybe before on the pod to you. Yes, you have. I just talk shit all the time, mate. No, just continue. Repeat my fucking self. Um, no, but uh, I, Charing Cross, you'll see people stalling a lot. Where are we going? You know, but like, we're just looking for <laughs> in a, far, a foreign accent. I don't know what insult anybody but try to do a fucking German accent. Uh, and I'll just go up and be like, where are you looking for? And they're inevitably always looking for like Kelvin Grove Art Gallery or Glasgow University. And I'll be like, just go down there and blah, blah, blah. I think that's a wee random act of kindness. I do give change to people. Yeah. If I've got change, I, I never have fucking cash on me. It makes me feel fucking shite. I see know, when you mate. see people and they're like, all right, mate, you get 20 pence or you get a pound or whatever and like that. Mate, I don't fucking carry cash anymore, man. Must be fucking rough for beggars nowadays, man. Yeah. They should all get a wee PayPal. Aye, they should. Or just say, look, mate, is it cool if you fucking, like, I'm looking for a cat? Like, if somebody was, I've had somebody say to me, look, mate, I'm two quid short of a bottle of wine. I'm like, aye, fuck it. There you go. I'm being honest. I'm a bottle of tonic, mate. But if somebody was like, can you go and buy his, like, a wee meal deal. I'd be like, aye, jump in. What if somebody came up now, that could be an alcoholic being pure like, oh mate, I'm two quid short of a bottle. What if somebody come up and like, I'm a fiver short of a bag of smack, mate? Uh, <laughs> Sorry. I see your point. Constantly lowering. No, there was no point. Because I wouldn't give them a fiver for, for a, smack. For a bag? I'd give them a fiver for a bottle of wine. Aye. Oh, I just need a fiver for a score bit of weed, mate. Aye. Why? Why use it? I'd be like, ah, mate, can you sign up to my Patreon? Five, ten. <laughs> five pound a month. Aye. Have you ever done any major acts of kindness? Any act of kindness is beautiful, right? But like <sighs> something that's a wee bit different Aye. from There was a guy one time, no, I could I get sacked for this. But I did it anyway, because that's just a, that's just how I roll. But no, when I worked in <laughs> when I worked in Virgin, uh, I worked at Virgin Media which is the broadband and the TV company. There was a wee old woman come in and she was like, can we buy the Anthony Joshua fight or whatever on Saturday night? And I was like, you need to date through your box and the house, I kind of go into your account and just order it and it'll be there. And she was like, oh, I don't know how to work it. And he's he's just been he's just been made blind or something. Something had happened to her husband. And he can't see the telly or like his, his eyesight had been deteriorating. Whatever it was like, she gave me a wee bit of a sob story. And I was looking at her account on the screen and I was like, ah, she stays on my way home for work. So I was like, listen, as long as you don't tell any cunt, like I'll come down on my way home for work and I'll put the pin number in. I'll, I'll order it and then, but, you know, I can't come down on Saturday night and hang me the channel, like, you're gonna need to fucking put the channel in or whatever. And she was pure, oh, are you sure, are you sure, are you sure? I was like, aye, and then on my way home, I pressed her buzzer, went into their house and ordered the Anthony Joshua fight for the old guy. Amazing, mate. But I okay. could have got sacked for that, mate. 
Yeah. Like genuinely, like I broke so many data protection laws and also get into their house. Like, see if see if my manager had a fun at me, I'd get fucking sacked on the spot. Honestly. Uh huh. So, so you say did you go in on like Wednesday or something, and the fight was like on Friday? Aye, it was like I went in after work that day, and the fight was on the Saturday night. It was like a Thursday afternoon or whatever. Um and I. I've done a cut, and then Man, that's amazing. By the way, see after that, I, I did a, I did a couple of, I did a couple of times day stuff like that. There was one time, fuck's sake, man! Like I don't work for them anymore, so it doesn't matter. There was like these Chinese, like Chinese guys, and they had ordered broadband, and we used to do a thing called Quick Start, which was basically like if it had, had the connection there before, because it was fiber, they could just take the box away. And you literally, mate, honestly, is like for fucking idiots. You plug it into the wall and you phone a number and they send a signal and see if the signal doesn't get to the box. At the, it's like an automated service. They'll literally be like, we'll send an engineer in like two days. But these guys did not speak a fucking lick of English, man. I was translating through Google Translate to Mandarin. So I was wow. just, and it had been like two weeks, man. And they were paying for it because it auto activates and all that. Like, so if you don't get it done within a week, the account just goes, it activates it. You just need to plug it into the wall and it should work. These boys were on every day, mate. Every day, can't speak a fucking word of English. So I was like, ah, fuck it, man. Like, I'll, I'll just go and I'll fucking do it. I'll come up to your flat. I guess into this flat, mate. Honestly, man, there was cunts everywhere. Like, there was about fucking ten of them staying there. <laughs> They were students, you know what I mean? And it wasn't like a family or anything like that. They were students. There was a guy, like, there was a guy on the couch in a sleeping bag, like, literally, like, sleeping at, like, five in the afternoon. I went in and I was like, oh, my God, it looked like a fucking crack then. And this guy, I mean, they, they could none of them could speak English, like, turned around and was just like, oh, blah, 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 like, to them. And they were like, no, it's all right. <laughs> like, calm down. And I plugged the broadband in and it, it worked. Amazing, man. So I would, ju it would be a just pure desperation that I would do that. It would be because I, I would, it would be a sort of thing, my kindness, especially for like the old couple. That was just me, like, fuck, man, if that was my granny and my granddad, want some cunt to fucking help them. But with these guys, man, it was like every morning at nine o'clock, I was seeing their faces, man. I was like, oh my fucking God. So it was just out of sheer desperation. I was like, I'll go in and fucking set up a broadband for them. But I, as I became a manager and all that, I would do stupid shit like that. Where again, if you get caught doing that, man. Yeah. You get your jaws. That makes me feel good, but you're a good guy, mate. Thank you. Pure side hustle of kindness. Will Smith. <laughs> you're like Will Smith in seven pounds, mate. Nah, You've man. You've not seen that? No. He's like donating kidneys to cunts and all that. I used to like genuinely... It ended up becoming, as I became a manager, it ended up becoming a real fucking crux on trying to do the job, mate. Because I would get people that I would go so far and above and beyond what I should be doing in my job for them. Try to fix their phone, get them an upgrade early, phone this guy. That I hate to say it, man, but they would take the piss. Yeah. They would be in every fucking second day. No, I want to speak to Paul. No, I want to speak to Paul. And I'd be like, listen, I run this shop now. I can't be coming down and sitting and fucking spending 45 minutes with you while you tell me about your phone not working or not. Like, I just can't do it. It ended up becoming a bit of a fucking pain in the hole. Yeah. Because naturally, I think it's part of human nature. You gee a bit more, they, they want a bit more. They want a bit more. They want a bit more. Yeah. You've done your bit. For humanity. Good on you, man.
they, they, you know, they might apply that to other shops that they go to and think like, but Paul came in, end up getting fucking that's, robbed. That, well, that, no, that's <clears> where <throat> it would get shite because I would have them complaining about my guys and I would be saying to them, like the customers that I'd be dealing with, but I don't, I tell my guys not today what I would be doing for you yeah. because they, so they would think that the service that they're getting off the other people was shite when actually it was the standard. It was just that I would go like too far, too far with people. Yeah. Just a sucker for a sob story, mate. I really am. Like, see if an old guy comes in, oh, my grandson and blah, blah, blah. I would be like, right, fuck it. And I'd have so many people like, you need to stop doing that, by the way, because these cunts are going to come in and take the piss out of that. And I'd be like, ah, no, it's all right, it's all right. But it got too much. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I had like 10 of them and it would be like your week would be spent with these, you know what I mean? Especially the blind guy. I take it he's not watching the fucking fight. I think he could see. <laughs> I think he could maybe see the telly or like. No, I actually think I remember saying that. Like, and the woman's like, he likes to listen to the sport. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I went in, man, and she was pure. Do you want a cup of tea? You want something to eat? No, like a granny. I was like, listen, no. I want to put this pin number out and I want to get the fuck out of here because if anybody catches one that I've come in and done this, I'm fucked. Yeah. Literally lose my job. Well, you're a good boy. Thank you. Good karma points. I've not got anything like that. I'm trying to think back to when I worked in Morrison's and Asda and stuff. Have I told you the wallet story? No. I don't know if I've said it on this podcast. Go on. Was this an Asda tale? No. Basically, I think I worked in Asda at the time. Right. Uh, I wasn't doing stand-up comedy. I'm sure, I just get deja vu there, I've said it on a podcast, but I don't know if I've said it on this one. Basically, I was going up to, when I was younger and I was in therapy, I stayed in Bishop Briggs. With my- hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. My family and the therapist was in Kirk and Tullock. So I was getting the bus for Bishy to Kirky. Right, okay. And on the bus, there was a big fucking massive wallet on the flare. And it was honestly, it was like the size of that paper. It was, uh, like, what's it called? Velcro. Uh-huh. It was just so comical, right? Clearly like a grander's wallet. I went and picked it up. It had bank cards. It had a season ticket in it really important stuff, no money in it. And in my head, I was just like, that wallet's fucking outrageous, man. Like, I can't believe I can't score that wallet. 
Like it was, it was taken up. If you put it in your pocket, it, you can see it in your pocket. It's that big. So I was just like, I'm going to keep that wallet as a joke, but I'll send the guy all his cards. Uh -huh. So basically I just get a bit of paper, wrote down in a bit of paper, say his name was Jim or something. Dear Jim, I found your wallet in the bus today. When I found it, there was no money in it. So I'm really sorry if somebody's took your money. Uh, you have my word that I never took anything uh -huh. for your wallet. Um, what I'm going to do though is I'm going to keep this wallet as a laugh. No, no. I am going to keep this wallet because I need a wallet and it's absolutely outrageous. So all I ask is you go and buy yourself a wallet. Take care, your guardian angel. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Sent it to the guy. How did, did, was there a driving license or something with the address? Yeah. Right. Okay. His address was there. And he was an old guy, like there was, I can't even remember, do you have a pension card or something? There was something like really important in it. I was right. like, oh my God, I feel shite. Right, okay. There was something really important in it. A pension card, fucking hell. I, like, I think you used to get a pension book. You got that wee book or something like that. I, there was something in it, I was like, I feel so shite that that guy's lost his wallet. Anyway, I went home. Obviously back for therapy, like that to my mom. I found a, a wallet in the bush and I signed your guardian angel. And she was like, you're a fucking weirdo. So honestly, mate, I told my ma, like, sent the letter away. And, you know, nobody believed that I'd done it. Even when I was talking to birds and stuff, birds used to be like, fucking stay at that wallet. I found it really funny. Uh -huh. And then my mum, I was sitting with my mum the day, uh, one day. And she was reading the Evening Times. Uh-huh. And she was like, ah, no fucking way. So you know how in the Evening Times uh -huh. they can send in Irish punters and can stuff. send in a story? Uh -huh. There was a wee section. Do you know, I think I've still got it, mate. I think I've got it in a box in my house. It says, I would like to thank my guardian angel who found my wallet and sent me all the contents. Such honesty is a very rare qualities quality these days mm -hmm. and i've made a small donation to a charity and i was like ah, you're a fucking dancer mate i had that wallet for like four years or something to the point that it burst in my fucking horns one day and i was like right I amazing buy a wallet that's amazing there you go so that's my but kindness. act of kindness i'll tell you like can go wrong <clears throat> i was a wee guy we were walking through the barras, me, my mom, my dad, my sister. So me and my sister must have been like right young. Like if we were at town with my mom and dad, fuck's sake, they let us fucking go wandering about about the town for like 10 onwards. You know what I mean? My sister was supervising me running about the city centre at 10, I'm like seven. Fuck. So we were like really young. Um, And we walked by the, not the toll booth, but the one across the road, uh, Crystal Bell at the, at the Trongate. <clears throat> um, and it wasn't like an old guy it wasn't like a JK or anything like that it was just a guy like, and he was a bit drunk and he went up to my dad and he was like so this is like the late 80s so he was like oh, I'm 20p short for, for one mere pint mate if, if you got 20p and I think my dad gave him I'm pretty sure it was like one f 130 so that must have been the cost of a pint he was like oh, no, here you go mate just get yourself the pint. And the guy looked at it and was like, I didn't fucking ask for that. I asked for, you know, the 20p. My dad went, right, well, I just 
I wanted to buy you a pint just soon. And the guy was pure, no, fuck you, you fucking prick. You think I can't fucking pay for my own fucking drink and blah, blah, blah. And my dad ended up having to lamp the cunt, mate. Wow, man. Like literally starfish the cunt in the middle of Argyll Street. We went for the Crystal Bell all the way along to like sort of Maggie Mays. So like three blocks or two blocks with this guy pure heavy abusing my dad for giving him too much money that he asked for. What a fanny, man. Absolutely looking for trouble then. I well, no, I don't think he was. I think he was pushed and he took offence to the fact that my dad gave him, you know, he, he wanted 20p. I just want one more pint before I got up the road, mate. I can remember that. It was like fucking yesterday. I must have been pure shite myself or something. Like a wee guy. But I, man, my dad ended up having to fucking punch him because he was like, man, fuck, I remember my dad going, mate, I've got my fucking wings here. Why fuck off? Do you know what I mean? Um, my dad used to take the piss out of people, but man, uh, your mom dad smokers. My ma's. My dad used to smoke. Right. So, well, I was going to say same, but that's because my dad's did. My ma still fucking smokes. <laughs> my dad used to hate cunts coming up and going, can I buy a fag off you? Do you remember that? Like back Hi. in the day, like you'd be stunned at a bus stop. My dad used to always be like, so say for instance, like it was like at the time, it's like three quid for a 20 deck of fags or whatever. I remember this one time we were doing it. Uh, London Road we'd been doing and renewed the Celtic season tickets and we were standing at a bus stop in London Road waiting on the 43 to take us back up to Carntine and this guy came up and was like to my dad can I buy a fag off you big man and he was pure I 20 quid and the guy was literally like pure oh very fucking funny Mate, my dad was just like very fucking funny wee man what are you fucking talking to do you know what I mean but he used to do that all the time to people they'd be like he used to he's his sort of routine was they would go, Can I buy a fag off you? And he'd be like, Aye, 20 quid. And then they'd be like, They'd look at him funny and he would give them a fag and be like, You don't need to buy a fag here, just have one. But this guy didn't get that far because he turned him pure, you know, don't get cheeky or whatever. My dad's like, Don't get fucking cheeky, you fucking prick. <laughs> but, um, that, I, that's why that I kind of stopped smoking, mate. I, st I started smoking in high school. And did you? Did you smoke fags? Smoked fags in high school. What mate. did you smoke? Uh, Mayfair? Mayfair. Mayfair. But see for high school to when I was working in Safeway, uh -huh. I just couldn't have 10 minutes to smoke a fag, mate. Because cunts were just like, can I get a fag? I was like, literally, I'm not, I'm not getting peace. Like, all my mates are tapping these fags. And I was just like, fuck this, man. And I chucked it. I never really smoked for that long, to be honest. Moved on to the cigars because they can't one. <laughs> I basically, aye. I had a couple of cigars early weekend because of Big Ange. You're talking about fucking me? Aye, come on. Pints, come on. Come on. Come on. Aye, so... Aye, I never really smoked for that long. Um, you ever smoke a doubt? When you were like a wee guy? There was one, maybe. Aye, there was one time I, me and my mate smoked his grandas doubts. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was going to end in a treehouse, mate. No, mate. No, mate. No, but in a treehouse, mate. Literally, like we must have been like primary school, and they came out with like the ashtray. Had like two, like his dad, his granddad smoked roll ups. Had two sizable. Now he must have before his bed or whatever. He's left it sitting, and it's just burnt out. Two sizable doubts, man. Me and him, like, ah, fucking, you just throw that doubt, man. Oh no, I'm stop hogging, stop hogging that doubt. Have you ever done oh, a shite outside when you were a wee guy? Aye, mate. Aye, aye fuck me. One time. My fucking, I wasn't well, and my sister used to do this thing. <laughs> I tell my mom this like later in life, and she was like, What? Like, actually, still pissed off. So, there was maybe like a sort of six, 
10 week period where my sister was pure she was in the bad books with my mom and dad because i think she'd get caught drinking a bottle of cider and she was grounded so what she would do is she would say to my mom and dad um gonna give his money and i'll take paul to the ice skating or i'll take paul you know swimming or take. what she would do is she would take me fucking ice skating and then she would like stand outside and use her fucking money to get a bottle of special red or white lightning or whatever it was um but there was this one time i don't know i don't think we did actually go to whatever we were supposed we're going bowling or whatever and we went and we sat up the back of like a fucking 62 bus which used to go for easter who saw the way to clyde bank did you ever do that go and sit at the top of a bus and just do the bus run Aye. some sort of form of entertainment Aye. that was entertainment in the 90s in glasgow but you could smoke up the stairs so her and her pals were sitting smoking fags and they were drinking bacardi breezers or whatever small off ice whatever the fuck they were drinking but i wasn't well i had like pure sore stomach and we were in alley park and i had to go into the bush and mate it was like pure full-on diarrhea <laughs> man and the guys that they were with like they were older like my sister's four or five year older than me like just 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 over four years older than me so if i'm like 10 they're like 14 15 and they're hanging about with these guys man and they went they went in after me i think to take a push and just seen the pile of shite and they were like pure and i was fucking mortified I had to wipe my ass with leaves not man <laughs> yeah you're like oh, what do you mean man it was a there, fox there was no denying it mate ah. <laughs> i literally went in and they knew i was gonna fresh out and then i came out and there was just a fucking big dinosaur shite on there man i'm sick i'm sick i've done a couple of shites outside i remember once uh i think it was a wee a wee bit older i think i was 16. last week <laughs> i came back i bought a bottle of whiskey a big massive bottle of jack daniels right and it was in my house and my mate that i'm no pals with anymore just through life he doesn't really drink and he was like yeah why don't we drink that so the two years half the bottle of jack daniels mate when we were like fucking hell man 16. right okay and he i mean by the time in my house he was paralytic mate and I was like, I need to get him out of my house, man, because if my mom and my dad come back, I'm fucked. We were walking down Kirk and Turlock Road. I had to drive, drag him into a park, a fucking cyclist stop and all that. Like, does he need first aid? And I'm like, no, he's cool. He's just drunk. Pure paralytic drunk, man. Like, literally dragging him up a grassy uh -huh. hill, mate. And I was like, oh, no, man, I need a shite. <laughs> <laughs> so I, like, kind of, obviously, I never really knew what the first aid position was. And I'm also at my nut as well. Right, so uh -huh. I kind of put him in a position that I thought was the first aid position. And I went down behind trees and was literally sitting down a shite <laughs> out my box as like old cunts and dogs are like walking up to my pal like, you all right, son? <laughs> and I, I wiped my ass with my socks. Oh, with your socks? Yeah. Oh, mate. And chucked them over the fence towards the train track. Oh, mate oh mate and i oh, also God. remember celtic were playing that night in fact i think i might have been a wee bit older than 16. celtic were playing that night and liam muller scored for Celtic. right in europe right aye aye so fuck knows fuck what knows. game that was don't even i mean that would be what liam muller was what 2005 
something like that. So aye. you're talking like fucking eighteen years ago. So I, aye. So mate, I, I mean, I've got a couple of, I've got a couple of fucking stories. They're no mine. Um, one of my mates, he's a, like a worky, like what's in like manual labour, like building site stuff, right? He get into this habit, he hung about with these, this is when we got a wee bit older, like maybe like 19, 20, 21, so half of my group of mates went into play music, that was like my half, and then the other half went into like, still hanging about the scheme, and gaffs and stuff like that, do you know what I mean? And we kind of like distanced ourselves with them, but one of them came back round in like a sort of mid-twenties to like, oh, what, can I, you know, like, can I come and come out with you one night or whatever, I think they had all just sort of like disappeared and shagged each other's birds or not and like just fucking fought with each other do you know that type of way when you spend too much time in the one fucking flat mm. and he tells us a story so what they were doing was is like uh he was doing night shifts and he would finish up and like sort of like the thursday the, sorry the friday morning like thursday into friday and he would literally like get a bottle of wine on the way home and they would just go and sit in this guy's gaff and take eckies and drink buckfast like all weekend so you can imagine the state of their fucking stomachs after like so they used to he said that he would go there on the friday on the thursday i sorry the friday morning <laughs> he, they would be in this gaff they would go they would get pissed they would take eckies they would go to the pub they would go back to the gaff and it would be like that all the way through until the sort of sunday morning and then he would game go to his bed and then he wouldn't be starting again until like the Monday night. So that was, you're like 19, you can do that shit. Aye. But he said one of these nights on the fucking Monday night, he's got a couple of fucking belter stories, but <laughs> this one was, he was like in the shower, about to go to work. And he's like, ah, oh, my stomach, man. And he farted and he said he shat everywhere in the shower, mate. He was literally like pulling chunks at the fucking, oh. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking drain. <laughs> So he literally was like explosive diarrhea, oil the bath, and just his stomach just emptied oh at his feet. Oh my god. So, aye. Come down and hang over for hell. Yes, mate. Dear God, man. Yep. How did we go into that, man? No, you've asked me if we'd ever had a shite outside. Outside, aye. I don't know how to move on for that, mate. Showstopper. <laughs> That's what they call a fucking story like that, man. An absolute showstopper. I don't even know. I can't even read some of my... You're in handwriting? Aye. And also, I've noticed something, by the way. I was looking through my notes. Um, Sometimes I write back to front. No way all my words, but with some words. Or backwards. Right. What is shining? Aye. <laughs> Uh, red rum, red rum, red rum. Uh, aye, I, can't, I can't even read that. Let me see if I can read that. Let's see, that's will be interesting because my handwriting's horrific. The the bottom one, right? The bottom one. Wait a minute. Uh, for for me. All right, all right, okay. Do you know what it's it the says? bottom one? Right. Can you fake a? Uh, Roth me, are you dead right back to front, man? Heavy dyslexic. Um, can you fake a, a... I know what it is. A, a space train? I've already said it to you. What? A prescription. 
Per, per, ah yeah, nah, that doesn't say prescription, Darren. The prescription. Um, no, I can't. I don't have the ability. How good would it be if you did get a prescription pad? Oh, Charlie in a chocolate factory, man. Except with pure street volume. Scooby Dooby Doos, where are yous? You know how you were talking about the wino on the street? That's not really a thing anymore, isn't it? The what on the street? The wino, the Glaswegian wino. Remember like, see, when you were, you're talking about your dad and the guy the money for the paint, that's not really a thing anymore. Aye, I mean, that, this guy wasn't even like a wino, mate. See, for what I remember, he just looked like somebody that, I think that's why he took pure offence to my dad and more money, because mm-hmm. I think we, he's like, you ain't I'm a fucking, you ain't I'm a homeless cunt, you ain't can't beg. That was like his problem, but no, to, aye, yeah. it, it isn't really a thing anymore. The lost art of being a wino. What do you think? Did he just get the jail? He just get fucking... Flung away into a cell or something. They're all dead. And nice. they nuke it. <laughs> no, but I remember, like, do you ever remember, like, I don't know, I remember just, like, stoning in the town once and a mad guy just walked up to us and he's like, ah, what's wrong with your face, son? And he's like, out his box. Uh, and I was yeah. like, nothing, mate. And he's like, ah, and he started talking about Billy Conley and stuff. And I was like, have a nice day, mate. But he was like an actual white. Aye, mate. I remember doing the across through the forge and the the car park to the parked hospital. There used to be like a lane. Um and what, what was that shop called? It used to sell all the old woman gear. Kirkwoods? Do you remember Kirkwoods? Used to sell now like the the fuck it. You ever remember seeing like your granny's clawbone being like that? Where the fuck do you get that? Like the mad we Aye. The wee hood, like the my granny used to wear like an a, no like a jacket but a rubber hood, aye, like a fucking shower cap mm-hmm. down the street, and you'd be like, where do you get that? This was one of the shops on Westmuir Street, Kirkwood's, I think it's a Ladbrokes now. But see, doing that lane, mate, can't just sit and drink meth and milk. You used wow. to see like groups of alcoholics just cutting about, and you don't you don't see them anymore. Methadone, no, no like. Uh, methylated spirit. Oh wow! Like hundred percent alcohol, diluted with milk to keep it done. Fuck, that's horrible, isn't it? Aye, man. What a life, man! I what know. a life! I mean, literally killing brain cells, man. Like with that shit. Yeah. But you used to see them. You used to see them down the Tron Gate. The place used to reek a pish. The bars. Get back to the good old days. That's what we Aye. need. Get rid of this gentrification. You even get like mad characters. See up in Bishop Briggs, there was always a mad guy that was went everywhere on a bike, right? Never knew the guy, but he was there for like twenty years mm-hmm. of my life, and all he did was wave at everybody, and he wasn't the full shilling, right? But he was just like hello, and he traffic used to beep the horn at him, like to say hello uh-huh. back. People used to wave back to him. Aye, like I bet he was called something like fucking Harry or something like. Oh, Aye. it's just mad Harry. Aye, like a um, like a, a human version of a scheme dog. Like people <laughs> that used to just cut about. Aye. Everybody knew who they were. They were no trouble. They weren't going to do anything bad to anybody or whatever. But they were just a bit strange. Yeah, bit strange because he had a house up in Bishop Briggs, and it was right beside my primary school, mate. And see his windies, his windies, or had hunters of sellotape tape them to keep them on the wall. 
and obviously us like kids we are like he's a serial killer and there's all sorts of ghost Aye. stories like he's the he was like a freddy krueger type uh-huh. of guy and he was just a, a normal guy and just just a bit strange yeah. i remember people like that their houses were bogging like you could see for the outside that the inside of their windies were fucking caked in dust and all that and yeah You'd be like pure, he murdered somebody one time. There's a graveyard in his garden. <laughs> there was a homeless guy that stayed in Springburn as well. I think he's still there. He's been there for like 30 years, mate. He's always about the town in Springburn. And my ma calls him Fergo Sharky. <laughs> Why? Fergo Sharky's an old Irish singer. The guy kinda right. looks like him. Right, a okay. wee bit. No even really that much. And so will my da could come back for his work and he'd be like, oh, I seen Fergal Sharky at the Tesco down in Sight Hill. And my mob will be like, God, is he still kicking about? I hope he's all right. <laughs> for fuck's sake, man. That's so, crazy, man. There used to be a couple of homeless guys used to come in. So when I worked at McDonald's, they used to do bottomless tea and coffee. Mm-hmm. So he came in, I think at the time, mate, it was like fucking 40p for a cup of tea. And you could sit there for as long as you wanted and you just go back up and they would keep filling up your cup of tea and they used to come in. But they used to come in pure open their Asda. They'd have like a buffet, like donuts for like Asda and all that. And they would, because it was cheap, they would sit in the McDonald's. And I still see one of them cutting about Finiston. Wow. So he used to be like a, a Duke Street Jackie. And now he cuts about Argyll Street. The, I don't know if the council just like shifted him or something like that or he's been moved. Still going strong, man. That's... I mean, I worked at McDonald's and I was 15, 18, so you're talking like 20 years ago. Maybe, the, does he look like Fergal Sharky? I don't know what Fergal Sharky <laughs> looks like, mate. We'll need, we'll need to have behind maybe, me. He maybe. just walks along. I seen him the other day, actually. He was just muttering away to himself. Mate, he talk, it might be the same guy, mate, because he talks to himself now as well. There was a guy up in Milton as well that used to walk backwards when I was a wee guy. Used to genuinely in the street, mate, used to walk backwards. You want a permo? Well, somebody told me it's because he smoked too much hash and he was in a band, right? And see, when he was in a band, he played the bass and he faced, his back faced the crowd as well. Right. And I remember being a wee guy and I was like, why is that guy walking backwards, mate? He used to walk normal, but it was backwards. It was mental, mate. Like at a set of traffic lights, like that, with his horn backwards. Everything was backwards. That's mental. Jank some of the like, well, like see like there, you've got like a bit of an urban legend or an urban myth. He played in a band and he used to keep his back to the hangman. Now he just walks backwards because he smoked too much hash. Jank any of them are actually true. Well, I seen him walk backwards. I know, but the the myth of him being in a band and he ah, yeah, his back to the stage and that, and he, he smoked too much hash. It's like a limmy sketch, man. I know. What well, I feel like you couldn't write it. I know. What about, I've heard people talk about this on a podcast before and, and I was pure choking to get waded in. What about the Chucky clowns? Do you remember that? Like, oh, there's guys, there's four guys dressed up as clowns and they're snatching Wayne's off the street in a van. Aye. Do you remember that story going about? Yeah. Do you think that was, what a lot of shite that must have been. So I heard that when I was younger though and my, my you know, it was around about the time when it was out. Uh-huh. So I believed it. But a worst story was that there was people dressed up as clowns and they lived in Sight Hall Graveyard. And I feel full-blown full believed, believed it. Full-blown believed it. I believed that as well when I was a but that, guy. that's been a recent thing as well because that will come back, like people cutting about with clown masks on and stuff. But aye, that was a story. I went to Wester Cleddon's as well and 
there was a story for years gone about that we were it was on Tapia graveyard and I remember the teacher fucking had to pipe in and was like, shut the fuck up. Aye. It's not a graveyard. <laughs> Somebody's tongue utter shit. But this is what I was going to say, like, this is what I wanted to say to this podcast because one of them was like, I don't think it was true. And one of them was like, no, I knew somebody that's seen them and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, do you know, I think it's funny since the invention of the camera phone that these people don't ever exist anymore because I think that's just bullshit, man. Yeah. Just to pure, like, what was the other one? Maggie Murphy? Uh, hi, I've heard that. Every well. scheme, pure. Oh, there's a woman called Maggie Murphy and she used to murder Wayne's not. It's like, no, man. No. No. Show me evidence. Uh, it just, just doesn't exist. I do have a mad memory though of childhood. I remember going to visit my gran once and I was walking through the street in Penalee. And Your a guy, a, a guy opened the door, mate, and a guy was standing at the door with a mask on. And obviously I was like four or five. So I was just like, oh no, that guy. And my brother was just like, he's taking the piss. Don't, don't, uh, don't worry. Don't worry about it. It's just a guy taking the piss. You know what I think we should do? I think we should rent a van, get some boiler suits, yes, some clown masks, and go and terrorise Glasgow. Yes. Try not get murdered, obviously, while we're doing it, but... Rubber hammers, so you don't hear it hit the bone. If you've got a steel hammer, like a claw hammer, you can hear it. Rubber hammers are vicious and leaves internal damage, while steel hammers are, you know, mere messy. Sorry, I had a blackout. Ah, you man, like, getting whoa, excited. Like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's salivating. I know my hammers. <laughs> wow. I'm up for that. So, is there anything you'd like to talk about yeah, before we go? Yeah, I think that we'll get about five minutes before the sheriff gets here. What have uh, you got on the paper? Uh, funny Bunch is this Sunday at Room 2 beside Nelson Mandela Place. We've got Gary Folds closing. We've got Mikey Collins in the middle with... Mikey Motion? Yes. And you know Brian Kavanagh? Yes, I know Brian. Absolutely. Brian Kavanagh is doing a spot in the middle. And then I've got an opener, but I'm just waiting for them to confirm. So that will com I'll confirm that tonight. So I've not actually sold many tickets for it at all, mate. So well, it's not to... been on sale long, has it? Nah. So I'll need to kind of get it sorted. I was expecting it to sell out, but as always, it's going to be a good night. Um, What's the capacity? It's like 140 or something. No. I thought with Gary there, it would have sold out. I think it will. Yeah. Aye. I'll need to ask him to share on his stories. So I'm looking forward to that. Also, the supposedly COVID's not a thing anymore. Aye, the World Health Organization's downgraded it for something to something, haven't they? Aye. So it's not like a world fucking pandemic anymore. It's it's at the red zone. So what's that? Three year? It's only took three years. <laughs> it's only took the three year to get it fucking downgraded for a pandemic. But do you know what I'm actually fucking I'm I'm proud of, man. We managed today an hour without talking about the fucking shite at the weekend about celtic no sort oh uh the coronation oh, well there dude around that don't nah. i wrap up 
old sausage fingers. <laughs> Did you see that middle finger? What's going I, on? I man? never watched any of it. Near the da. But I seen he's seen somebody sharing a photo he's on. Yeah. And there was a bit as well where he was trying struggling to get his glove on. I seen that. Seen I that seen, on Twitter. Just seen somebody on Twitter was pure. Last time somebody struggled to get a glove on like this as much, he he also had murdered his wife. Hi. <laughs> I can understand why people have full mental breakdowns, mate. Like, you're you're thinking... i seen a picture of Prince Andrew, right? Now, the Queen, I don't hate them. I don't like them. They're, they're nothing to me, right? But the Queen paid £12 million because he's a fucking nonce, right? But you've got, like, you know, these BBC people, or you've got to respect the King and got to respect the Queen, and you can't say this and you can't say that. And you're like, he's a full-blown fucking nonce walking down an aisle with a set of medals on, on national television. But what the fuck is happening, mate? Like, is it no madness? It's absolute madness. One of the fucking absolute nutsacks that hangs about, we've spoke about them before, right? The pure nutters that hang about outside the palace. He's pure waiting to get a glimpse. Can't wait to see them. Oh, he waved at me. You're like, fuck off. He, but he, the guy said something that I was like, do you know what? He nailed it. <clears throat> he went, it's always been like this. It's just now that we know about it. Yeah. And I was like, ah, he's right. He's a fucking nutter. He was wearing a fucking Union Jack waistcoat and he was like fucking slabbering out one side of his inbred mouth and all that. But the guy said it. Like, it's always been like this. They've got away with whatever the fuck they want. For as however long, the only difference now is is that we're fine, we know about it. Yeah. So they don't give a fuck. Like you're saying they're like, what's what's going on? This is normal to them. Yeah. Smiling through it, don't give a fuck, do what they want. Madness. Absolute madness, mate. And then if I turn up at a fucking TV studio and I've no ironed my shirt, it's Darren Connell's mentally ill. Don't give him a gig. Alright. You've got the Daily Lama sucking fucking tongues. You've got Prince Andrew, the nonce. Fucking hell. Put them on down. Anyway, I won't get sued for that, will I? Nah, nah. None of them are watching this anyway, mate. Nah. Don't worry about it. Supposedly or allegedly. I've got I, I've got ADHD. I can see all that. Um, thank you very much for tuning in. That's been an hour. We're going to do another podcast. Um... We've got a Patreon, guys. Can you sign up? £5 a month. It would help us. Really help us out. Um, if you're a regular listener and you have not um, reviewed us or rated us, can you chuck us a five-star review? It would mean a lot. Remember, the Funny Bunch is this Sunday. Paul, would you like to add anything? Nah, mate. Just buy a ticket for the Funny Bunch. Get a line. Support Darren. Some great comedians. Brian Kavanagh. I mean, obviously, Gary Folds is a fucking, you know, a legend, but Mikey and Brian are fucking class as well, mate. Good boys. Good boys doing good things. And you as well. Yes. Thank you very much. So that was episode 74. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.